is Brennan, and your tonight is Nicole. You are Nicole, and tonight we are doing uh, Encounter on Amazon Prime. Uh, we had a lot of other movies lined up, but they kept getting not not kept getting pushed. They uh, would get limited release and not available on streaming. Hey, we're not. We're just plebs. <laughs> I mean, we probably could have got screeners. We don't get for it. the pre-release. We, we probably. Well, we we probably could. We have before. We probably could, but we didn't because that's we we do stuff based on what the average person can see. You know, we don't want to, you know, only hold the things that no one else can see. And this make any sense. So this is available on Amazon Prime right now. Did you know anything going in, Nicole, or is it something we just picked in the last uh, yeah, three hours? Something we just something we just picked three hours ago. Um, I am drunk today. I don't know if Brennan is. It sounds like it a little bit, but I can't yeah, I'm pretty tell, close. So, yeah. okay. So this is our this is our our episode to do such things. I'd call it annual, um, but this is our at least our second at one this year. So <laughs> it's more it's been that. a long it's been a long yet very short year. I don't know what to think of it. Um, it's been no, busy. Never heard. We've had a lot going on. Yeah, we have. Um. So maybe this maybe this flew under the radar. I've I've never heard of this movie. It was literally us looking for one movie. It didn't show up, so we picked the one that was at the top of Amazon Prime. Yeah, we we're gonna do Being the Ricardos, which I think we'll get to later in the year because again, that's it said it came out December tenth, so I put it on the schedule, and then it's oh no, it's only in limited theaters. It won't be on Prime till the twenty first. I'm like, well, that's fucking not helpful because we have things to do. Uh, we have shows to fill earlier than that. So we chose this movie Encounter. It's also a twenty twenty one film, and it's about a decorated marine goes on a rescue mission to save his two young sons from an inhumane threat. As their journey takes them in increasingly dangerous directions, the boys will need to leave their childhood behind is not bad uh so if you haven't seen encounter it's got mixed reviews across the board i believe it's got a 57 percent of rotten tomatoes as of this recording in the middle on metacritic user scores it's a very you know 50s 60s kind of movie so it is on amazon prime if you want to check it out before we spoil it now and uh it starts off with this really interesting, uh, like, bug thing. There's a meteor that crashes, and there's all these close-up shots of insects, and at one point there's, like, a mosquito flying around. It's it, very disgusting. It's visceral, is how I would describe it. Um, but, I would describe it as un- unnecessarily gross. If you don't like bugs, it's, like, yucky. A mosquito bites a through human skin, though, and injects into the body. Uh, it's, what are they called? Water bears? It's like a parasitic. Yeah, it's a little cute guy. Yeah, it looks cute until it explodes, and then a bunch of little parasitic creatures swim out of its body. Uh, but the film transitions to uh, Malik Khan, who is uh, f- a favorite of ours, Riz Ahmed. We, we are Riz Ahmed fans on the podcast. And he is a U.S. Marine, and he, uh, according to his letters to his young boys, his two young boys, Jay and Bobby, uh, he has been taken away on a secret mission for two years related to these parasitic organisms. And at home, Jay and Bobby are living with their mother and their mother's new partner shepherd this guy's a stepdad yeah, he's, he's a dick he's 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 a stepdad and he's i not. wouldn't call him that i would say he's just stern 
I think he's a dick. I don't like him. Uh, we only get one or two scenes with him. He's though, only so. in for like maybe four minutes. That's right. Because uh, lately, uh, the the former wife Pia has been feeling sick. We're led to believe it has something to do with this organism thing coming to Earth. Uh, and she- I think Shepard at one point says something like, "It's a bug," and you're like, "Oh." You thought it was because she was pregnant, and then I was like, oh, is there some, some sort of thing going on? We find out but the truth. Then I know it's because she's pregnant. Well, we find out the truth later on. I guess we aren't spoilers. But one night, Malik appears at the house, and, and it's the middle of the night, and he wakes his sons up and tells them it's time to go on a road trip. And they're kind of skeptical at first, but uh, yeah, he, he takes them away, and then the rest of the movie is him and his two kids on the road as we learn about this infection going on uh, and then we end up learning a lot more about him as a person and we are also introduced to octavia spencer who has a role uh, a federal role of some sort barely uh, she she's in it pretty sparingly it's mostly riz ahmed and the two kids uh, lucian river shahan and adita jadada uh those are the two child actors who are along riz so you know it's uh, nicole what did you think of this movie um, <clears throat> don't you just want to talk about life? Like, what's going on with you? You mean not talking about this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just watched it. Come on, it's it's a new movie. It's All got right. mixed reviews, but but it's got what's, a couple of critically acclaimed the, actors in it. Did it come out in the post like halfway point of twenty twenty one? Uh, it was released in like um, uh, film festivals. Uh, September third was its debut at Telerud, sorry Telluride, um, and it's been streaming free. That was Telerud. What? I said that was Telerud. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny, uh, but it's been streaming free since uh, the beginning of the month. So it's uh, it's recent. Right, it's so recent it now. Um, I thought that. The movie was decent. Um, it was fairly entertaining. It captured my attention for most of the time. Um, it seems like a plot that I may have seen before elsewhere, but kind of a new spin on it. Well, they try to put a new spin on it. Um... I don't want to show my hand so soon, but I think that we really got lost in what I think was supposed to be the plot never came to fruition. So, um, with that being said, I thought that it was still an entertaining kind of, uh, suspenseful ride. Um, really wanted to see what happened at the end. Because there's a lot of twists that aren't, they're not thrown at us like, oh, there's a huge twist, but it's obvious, but it's, a, it's okay. Like, well, we can talk about that later, but just what's, what, the, the timeline of, of scenes is okay um, to me. So, um, it's fine. It's, it's, it's a fine movie. Um, Obviously, I'm being very vague, so once we dive into it more, you know, we'll see where we land. But I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I, uh, I'm very, I'm super mixed because the first third I thought was pretty solid. Like, I was like, 
we're getting a good setup. I am excited to see Riz Ahmed with the two kids and do the do whatever they're going to do on the road. Uh, and then once the there's like a midpoint reveal about the true nature of what they're doing out there and what Riz Ahmed's doing, and it's kind of the introduction introduction to Octavia Spencer's character. And that I was like, oh, we're like now we're like restarting into a whole new movie that I was not in the headspace for. Like you can kind of see it's telegraphed, you can see it coming, but if there's gonna be a twist, it should have been either later in the movie, like right at the end, and then we twist into it, or like the, I, I don't know, I just they're not cohesive. I don't like how they, I don't like how the first third and the rest of the movie go together, and it's the rest of the movie is not as good at this uh, the beginning. Well. I, I I agree with you, and I just will say to to bounce off of that, the first part of this movie is a totally completely different movie than the second part. And I I like the first part. I think it's actually set up well. Like it's it, it, like all the filmmaking things are there. Riz is commanding all the scenes. The, I I do want to say it's a positive. Kid actors a lot of the times are shit. These two kid actors are good. Are like pretty good. I thought they were both really good. Actually, yeah, they were fine. I didn't think they were fine. I think they were a, like well above average for what are they supposed to be? Ten and six years old. Like I think they actually gave them legitimate scripts and actually gave them something to do as opposed to being a background piece. Yeah, because they they're they're really like two thirds of. The cat, the cast, the the main cast. Like so. I noticed, good ch- child acting because it's not fucking easy. Like kids are just not good actors almost ever. Ever. Like two of my favorite movies are uh, *Beast of the Southern Wild*, *Moonrise Kingdom*. Both have really, really good child actors of different ages. But it's it's it like a good child actor's performance can kind of transcend. If these two kids suck, this movie sucks because Riz cannot save it by himself. He's playing the only person he's playing off of for most of the movie is the older son. And the younger son, uh, to a lesser degree, but they're both really good. I haven't seen these actors in anything, any, uh, anything else, but they're both like pretty solid. Um, and by the end of the movie, like the last scene, maybe it's just the last scene, but I actually kind of like the ending, even though it's abrupt. It is abrupt. Oh, no. Well, I, I like what they're going to because uh, uh, the second half is like. It's like we're hitting the reset button. I have, you have to re-earn my trust in everything we're doing. And then I'm like, okay. By the time I'm like, ah, I'm kind of on board with this movie. And then it ends kind of abruptly. So it's it's full of problems. But there's a lot of stuff I like in here. And I think you could probably split this into two two decent movies. And instead we got one kind of smashed together. But I, I uh, there's stuff in here that I like. I, I don't dislike this. Yeah, I, I think we need to dive in a little deeper... Once we start talking about this fully, I think there's a serious turning point of where this one movie turns into two plots. I mean, we're, we, we've already set it up. We're, we're here. So what, what's the turning point not... and what's going on? Okay, so in the beginning, besides all that disgusting, creepy bug shit, mm. when they have this, like, meteor come and hit... It's supposed to represent some sort of alien life, and that's what our main guy thinks has happened. And it's pretty apparent, like, a third of the way through that this guy's struggling with some post-traumatic something or other because of his time in the, in the military. Hmm. And we see him kidnap his kids in the pitch black 
uh, of night and he we later on know that he tied up and bound his ex-wife and and husband new husband whatever like this guy's got a serious problem yes and it really transfers away from this whole there's a meteor with these mosquitoes and roaches or (laughs) whatever the hell he's looking at they don't even become a factor anymore halfway through like once we, yeah, you once think it's going to be a sci-fi movie for the first third. Yeah. And then yeah, it's not. The it's a, it's a discover... post-traumatic stress drama. Yeah, the, the kids discover all of his research and what we think is pretty legitimate research because that's kind of what they set us up with in the beginning totally disappears halfway through and it, it does. It becomes this uh fugitive on the run kidnapping his kids which obviously we we saw that in the beginning like we knew that was happening from Mm -hmm. the beginning but nothing else backtracks to what was supposed to be the main point of this for us maybe like i did you think that they were going to follow through with any of this like um uh bug infestation or or alien infestation was was that supposed to be gone I was hoping that, because at the second half, you pretty much already said it, we find out that Riz Ahmed's character, uh, Malik, is you know suffering from post-traumatic stress and some other mental things. He beat up his uh, commanding officer to the point where like broke his jaw, and he was in prison for two years. Um, so he was a Marine, but then he went to jail for two years. It's probably part of the reason why the, the, the mom left him and went with another guy. Um, and... Uh, Octavia Spencer is his PO officer. So a PO officer, it's redundant this some more. She's, she's, <laughs> I, it's his PO parole officer. <laughs> I didn't say PO parole officer. I said PO officer, but it's like I, I can't think of what it is. There's other things that do that stupid thing, um, where it's like acronym. Uh, but she's she's his PO. And, aim aim messenger. Oh, that's a good one. That's not the one I was thinking of, but that's, that's, a, that's good a good one. one. That's yeah, it's. it's <laughs> Oh, it's going to bother me. I'll think of it later. Um, but she, so we, we get the reveal that, yeah, he's suffering. He's been to prison. He's kidnapped these kids, like, not to save them from the disease, but because he's mentally well. And David Spencer tries to calm him down on a couple different points. Um, but I thought it was possible that we would keep cutting in and out, like, the real possibility that there was going to be aliens. Because once. Yeah, what the Because fuck? once we know it's him being crazy, it's no longer. Maybe they're aliens. It's just that oh, he has a mental problem, and like he sees that one. The only time we even see the we see the aliens at one point when he's fighting the cop early on, we see the little things in his eyes, and then later on when he sees the sees the uh, racist guy who's get off my property in the in the house, and then he's got shit crawling all over him. Not in real life, obviously, what he sees. But those are the only other indications we get of anything happening. And then by the end, we're like. It's like we it's like we completely abandoned the idea. It would have been more interesting to keep us guessing, like, is he actually insane or is there actually something some bigger conspiracy going on? Because we just we just abandoned it. We're just like, Oh no, he's he's wacky and now the kids have to figure out the the older son has to figure out he's wacky and we gotta all converge on him in the desert. And that's just like that's like an hour of the movie, and that's just not as good as the beginning. The beginning was setting up something more. 
I agree with that. I thought that it was really going to go a different way, and I thought we were going to get some sort of extraterrestrialism at the end, like like he wasn't crazy. And, yeah, I some um, ex machina. I thought we were going to get something that like or like a stinger at the end, like the cops take him into custody, and then one of them looks at the camera, and we get to the splitting of the yeah, anything, they didn't do any of that. Yeah, nothing to indicate. It was literally. Yeah, it was literally just that he was a like a like a some sort of um doomsday <laughs> enthusiast, however, still had some uh serious issues from post military uh you know work and it was nothing of what I assumed it was going to be and uh that was a little disappointing. I will say that. Uh, I thought this if, if you're going to call it encounter Right, encounter um, sounds like a what sci-fi movie. It, what was the encounter? No, we 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 encountered him uh, beating up a couple people, like a couple of mean people, so because he kidnapped his children. Like that's like it wasn't that was, those were the encounters. And there's oh, there's also a couple points in the movie where like the kid we think maybe the kid is also seeing stuff like because the homeless woman that like comes at the window, he's having the nightmares about the cop that shoots the third through his, uh, shoots at his dad. Oh, I don't see it as that. I just see it as him listening to his dad. Obviously the dad is very influential to these kids. So, but the kid, the main kid just... is the one who, I mean, in, if we're talking movie terms, uh, Jay, he's the one who like arcs because he goes from like kind of blindly believing the dad to like, the dad's like, you have to be, you can't be a kid, you have to be a grown-up. It's kind of what the synopsis said in the beginning. And he, like, you know, he tries to take care of his younger brother. At one point, he's driving the car to get the medicine. He covers for his dad. And in the end, he probably saves his dad from getting shot. Like, honestly, like, that's probably what would have happened had the had yeah. he not been there. The kid's good. I, both the kid actors as well as, like, the characters are, like, actually pretty good. Which is no, surprising in a movie like this. Usually the kids are throwaway piece of shit characters. I wish that there was more involvement of the the mom. Um, oh, she's nothing. Like she's she she's like, a th- she's like yeah, complete throwaway. I f- I feel like that was a really integral part of all this because there's the the main thing that we take away from this is that Malik has serious mental issues and there's a reason that she left him and they set this up with like um them being in the in the, in the garage and obviously he talked to them because she says that he came in and said blah 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 that was a decent next- reveal scene had we not seen it coming but like I, it was not bad right, but it was good why let's but let's talk about that more. Like, let's talk about what he said to them and what what is causing him to think that there's this infestation of of bugs. And why do we continue to see the bugs? Are we supposed to be looking at this through Malik's eyes? Or are we supposed to be seeing this as people outside of this, knowing that he is, uh, you know, really, I don't want to say crazy, but I will for lack of a better term, crazy at this time, like... Scene. Well, that's what's what are, what are we that's what's doing? wrong with the bug shots is the bug shots because we get a couple of different scenes where like they're in a diner and bugs are crawling through the ceiling or we're in someone's place and there's bugs crawling out of the wall or even his place. And that is confusing because it's shot like we the audience see it and no one else does. 
but it's supposed to be implied that it's in his POV, which is why probably we, we were expecting at some point they were going to say, oh, there actually is an infestation or there is something going on. Because when you shoot something from the audience POV where none of the characters, like when it was in the diner and focused on the ceiling, the bugs are coming out. None of the characters are looking up there. We don't get any implication that anyone's looking at that. We, the audience are the only ones seeing that. And when you give that kind of information in a movie, it's like you, the audience are in on the thing, but the characters don't know. And if that's the case, then what are we supposed to like? That doesn't make any sense then because the Riz is supposed, supposed to be the to be... only one who can see the bugs. Are the bugs supposed to be the symbolism of his PTSD? Like, did we just solve this fucking movie? Well, I mean, there was... Uh, eating at him and blah, blah, well, blah. Well, he met the one... Remember, we uh, get the scene with Octavia Spencer, and there's the guy uh, in the bar, and he's, like, talking about when he beat up his... P- his not P.O. His commander captain or whatever and there were it was hot it was they had been on no sleep they had lost a couple of their buddies there were bugs everywhere so that must be like his manifestation of ps uh pts it's like his triggering sense of right but that's also a common like i don't know what i don't know what mental disorder it is but like um it's not bugs but the snakes or that you have things under your skin and you're like scratching at yourself like that's a common that's like common and Real life, as well as like just dis- portrayed in movies. I don't know what that disorder well, he started, is. He started to do that too, right? And right. I don't know if they were trying to make it like more hyped up than what we what it should be able to be. I don't know if they were trying to give us too many pieces that are are really like ingraining into us into us that this guy has problems. Like I think we can understand it. Do you think it was like well that too hyperbolic that's what's wrong with the last hour of the movie it's it doesn't need to be an hour like once we know he is at that's that that's the two-thirds reveal that's not the one-third reveal when you do a movie like if you do fight club and there's a uh, there's a reveal at one point i won't spoil it just in case anyone hasn't seen fight club but the reveal comes at the two-thirds mark and it's well hidden and then when you find the reveal it's interesting and good and then you spend the last third resolving it we get the reveal at one third of the way through when we still have over an hour left of this hour and 45 minute movie. And now we're just kind of milling around with him and the kids right. driving from place to place. And at the end, there's those POV scenes that make it feel like, oh, is he maybe half? He may be crazy. Us hope still. But is he but is he maybe right? Like, is there maybe going to be some final 20 minute act at the end where like, oh, he was right all along. But no, we don't get we don't get anything like that. It's just so it's kind of a waste of time once we know the reveal. And it's like when you get the reveal, it should be 20 minutes left or there should be another reveal. Otherwise, we're just wasting an hour of him driving the kids around and being kind so of shitty. I agree with you there. And to stack on that like what can we determine is the significance of the meteor in the beginning uh that's what's so frustrating with the beginning meteor scene because i really like the meteor scene like i like that it comes down i like all the pov shots of the bugs and the eating of the creatures and like the in i bet they were probably going for a message too there might have been like a bigger message i i oh it's a shame well, I, I read it all, briefly online that there was supposed to be some sort of uh, social media parasite message that makes 
half the people crazy or whatever and like it makes them believe stupid things and uh, that's not going that way at all no i i think i read a couple of those things and i'm like you're reaching like maybe if, if that was their intent that is not what comes across because that's not what the movie's about the movie's about uh, about ptsd um so that it's it's a big reach but that beginning it, it it's just it's just that first 40 minutes is pretty solid and it sets you up for something you're not going to get. It sets you up for something that's like at the beginning is like a four star movie. And then you get like a two star movie. And then the ending, I mean, we could talk about the ending where, you know, we, the surrounding points. Um, Ugh, do we have to? So you were more disappointed with the ending than I was. Like I was, I disapp- was yeah, go ahead. so disappointed with the ending because while it's all fine and good that they found him and and captured him like that was inevitable and i'm glad it did because obviously it saved the kids but if we're gonna talk about ending 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 like what the fuck was that what the fuck was the ending of this movie or lack thereof ending of this movie like I can't believe that they cut away when they cut when they did where they have the son holding this gun up because he truly believes that he's helping his dad mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it just fucking cuts to the end what do they call it the credits the credits yeah, so oh, i mean yeah the God. end is as you, as you've i'll fill in the blanks here but like as you described after after some there's a scene with where he fights the sons of the old man he beat up whatever I mean it's a it's fine it's it's filler but it's fine um, and we're at the ending scene as you said all the cars are converging around him he's trapped in the desert he thought he dropped the two kids off to go out there presumably to kill himself or let himself be killed and then I have so his no kids fucking watch. clue what it's supposed to be. Well, I think at the end, he's either going to, if the kid weren't there, if if uh, Jay weren't with him, he would have killed himself or, like, um, suicide by cops, where you go out yeah, and you're belligerent. Yeah, because he had a gun with him. Right. Like, I think he was ready to die. But Jay, his son, stows away in the back, which I'm surprised he didn't notice because he's a Marine and he, he has used these skills for the rest of the movie to figure things out. And he doesn't notice that his son is in a blanket in the back seat. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, stretch it, but it's fine. Um, but this is like why well, I say Jay is Jay, the, the older son, is kind of the art character because now he's like he, the. I, and I, this is why I kind of like the end where Malik is like, oh, you, you gotta stay with protect your brother, and he's like, you're he, my. He's not the one who needs protecting. You're the one who needs protecting. And then Octavia Spencer, who we haven't really talked about because she's kind of a wasted. Oh, she's a big Hollywood name. She's Academy. What quality. a fucking waste. I have not seen such a waste of Octavia Spencer ever. I mean, she there's movies I don't like that she's in. And there's movies that I love that she's in, but she's she in is about pretty much eight percent of this movie, and five percent of the movie parts that she's in are like her on the phone saying some bullshit thing that have no reason to be in this. Like, there's a scene you could have cut. Sense. There's a scene you could have cut entirely where she goes the bowling to the scene. No, you you were out of you were going to the bathroom. I think during the scene, but like um, it was it wasn't super long. It was maybe two or three minutes. But she goes to 
what whatever what the fuck's the name of the guy who like the main cop guy he goes to Shep he goes she goes to Shep's office and like tries to convince him to shit for her to come with and we don't get any information other than she's coming with them and like if I'm thinking if she just shows up with the investigation with everyone else, I wouldn't question it. I mean, she's his PO. It, it makes sense. It's it's not like a big mm-hmm. stretch. We don't need a whole extra scene of her being like, "You gotta let me come, Ship." Right. I, I I think she, I think he's he's not crazy. He's trying to do her the right thing. He's just so, confused. Her scenes are so short too. There's no context whatsoever. Like I don't think we see Octavia Spencer up, and no, Riz Ahmed show- in the same shot. I think they're no, never they together. Don't. I agree with that. And the scene that already sets us off is when she, when he calls her and he's like, I need to talk to my boss and calls her and she's like showing up to some other dude's fucking house for Oh, she needs, she's calling a base. He calls it base, but yeah. 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 And she, she's showing up to some other dude's house for his weekly meeting and she totally (laughs) abandons him. Like that would never fucking happen. It would be like. She'll have her phone on her while she's talking to somebody else. I guess Malik is just that much more important. Oh, my God. But, so, at the end, yeah, the cops are around, and and the kid pulls, the the, the stowaway kid, uh, Jay, pulls out the gun, and is, like, kind of pointing at the cops, and then he's able to convince him to put it down. Do you think in real life they would have shot him right away? No. They don't shoot kids. They're very careful. That's interesting. I don't think, no, because if you, if you, if, if, picture the headline right now cop shoots kid period like you didn't even have to say he had a gun like if uh, oh cop shoots uh 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 what's it what's it, uh, minority raced kid yeah not good Named white, bobby <laughs> but yeah old white cop surrounded with 50 other cops corners father and son father with mental issues and son has gun and they shoot and, and post military no. Yeah, exactly. Terrible. Terrible optics. No, of course they would not do this. And if they did, they would get chewed through the ringer, as they probably should. You shouldn't shoot kids, even if they have a gun, because they're a kid. But like, They didn't shoot them, though. No, I know they didn't. But, like, you you, you asked, oh, would they have shot him? I'm like, I don't think so. And if they did, they would have seriously fucked up. Um, but no, they don't shoot the kid. The kid puts the gun down and goes and embraces Malik. And it's like, he says something smart. He says, he's they're not going to shoot you or yeah. me if you hug me. Like, because they're not. They're that's not going to risk protection. shooting the kid. Mm-hmm. It is. That's why he, that's part of the reason why I think the, the Jay went along anyway was to help protect his dad. And we end right there. We end right there as in the oh, camera kind of pans Jesus up to the sky Christ. and we get some music which we haven't talked about the music too much it's pretty here or there except for this last scene i like the music at the end in this last five they minutes a lot of like oh classic rock and like yeah oh metal rock, he loves metal slayer rock. judas yeah. priest yeah hard rock metal um but the movie ends right there as they fade up and then it's the credits so we don't see what happens to him or the kid we don't see anything afterwards because usually you'd get like you know six months later one year later uh, whatever you know, you get that little so, thing at the end, but we don't so get that. We just kind of end. Let's close our eyes for a moment and think about. <laughs> yes, let's think about where we started. Okay, we have this meteor attacking Earth with these bugs that suck your blood and lay weird parasites, and someone is out there to try to combat that. And at the end, we have 
50 SWAT members holding guns up to a kid's face while the other main villain <laughs> holds him so that he doesn't get killed. So you tell me where the fuck these two stories start to correlate and where they end because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all that these are two the same movie. No, they should be two different movies, and I think both of the movies by themselves would be better than the final product. Oh, I'd, my again, God. Okay, so this is, what, a fi- mid-50s? I think that's right. Like, to me, that's like, yeah, mid-50s. This seems about right for a movie there like this. There can't be anyone out there that doesn't see that the beginning of this movie doesn't tie with the end. There has to be... And some- they don't try to make it tie. It's not like the themes work. Like, the themes I saw people saying, like... The politics online and getting fake news and PTSD from soldiers and like the themes do not tie to like that's not if you if you were an alien who and came and watched this movie you would not be any more knowledgeable of our culture like it it doesn't they're incongruous they don't they don't form a better picture I think if the movie at the beginning alone was the sci-fi thriller it'd be a fun family friendly budget friendly 80% movie and if we did the second half by itself on its own movie it'd be a little slow it'd be boring but the critics would probably like it and you get a solid 90% uh, Academy Award rated movie uh, nominated but you combine them and it makes both parts worse and it makes it it's kind of a waste. It's a waste of Riz. It's such a waste. It's such a waste. It's a waste of Riz Ahmed and, and Octavia Spencer, who are both really good actors. We've seen them in great things, do great. We've seen Bomb here or there, but for the most part, they're very good. And it wastes two good child actors, which are not common. You don't get a lot of good child actors. Most child actors fucking suck. It wastes, they're pretty good. It also wastes um, symbolism and ideas. Yeah, premises. It, it does. Re- it, it wastes ideas and like scenes There's that could two like solid things here. There's a movie about post-traumatic stress and having security with your family when you're not supposed to be around them. And, you know, there's so much stuff happening in this world currently that we can discuss that talks about kidnapping of your own children because of a mental disorder or wanting to have them in your presence, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to obviously get into it. There's another Mm -hmm. thing where sci-fi movies are evolving into something where it feels tangible. Like, there is a... There's a a pest that is invading human bodies and it's coming from outer space, whatever. Like, we we can make that seem feasible. But when you put those two things together, what correlation are we supposed to be gathering from this it was just such a waste whatever they were trying to do it didn't waste it it was oh did not at all and i do the the i okay like when i can fix movies in my head i fix them and in this case first half here's super easy fixes you do everything the normal everything the same and then when the cops go and find the mom the mom has turned into some alien creature and is biting the dad's face or whatever and like leaps at them as like a zombie vampire whatever okay you get it and like the cop that attacked like the cop dies and then the cop is like reborn resurrected as like this creature bad guy and then he finds octavia spencer who was not a his po officer but really is a high-ranking member of the uh marines that he used to be in and then they have he has to go to her convince her 
and then you have your end of your third act apocalypse movie. Other way, you do the second half of the movie where you start off where he's got these crazy things, but we know within maybe 10 minutes that he has the PTSD and that things are kind of crazy. And then we do a real heavy drama and it focuses with the mom and the even the stepdad. And we get more character fleshy moments where, because like you said, the mom's not in this version at all. There's ways to do both of these stories better and easy and just easy, easy fixes. But um, it bungles yeah. it. It bungles yeah, it. That's a shame. <laughs> so it's kind of tough. Would you recommend Encounter, Nicole? Um, I have to be honest with myself. I was so appalled by the ending, how it was cut, and just fucking when i thought something was gonna happen we cut to the credits and i was so you thought there was gonna be a reveal yes um but what would have made it better if what i don't know we get six months later and he's in a jumpsuit in jail and the kids say oh hey dad and then he's like thanks for helping me out i wanted him to fucking shoot himself or something i don't know something that would extreme Something that would have just ended it properly, but nothing did. So, um, just solely based on the fact that from the beginning of this movie to the end of this movie, I feel like I watched three different things. Obviously, that's not my jam. I'm going to give this a no. I thought it was really fucking bad. I'm going to give it a soft recommend. No. Uh, Yes, because... It's more good than bad. The only thing that's bad about it is that it's frustrating that it's not better. That's the worst. The worst part about this movie is that it's only okay and not great because there are two better movies in here. And as much as I want it to be the two better movies or one of the two better movies, it's not. It's it's a, a mishmash that weakens the whole thing. Uh, but I, there's just everyone's good in it and. If you take the two stories as separate, it's actually really good. It's just the combining of them that's the only problem. Um, and I don't mind the end. I don't mind them ending on the hug. I think that actually completes the arc of the older son, which is probably the more inter- most interesting. By the end of it, the most interesting character because he has to grapple with his dad with this problem and decide if he's going to call the cops and tell on him. But I-, I like the way he handles everything. So there is m- more good than bad. Enough good for me to recommend it, but um. It's not great. It, in the mid, the high 50s it's on Rotten great. Tomatoes. It's not great no. at all. No, I, I agree. It's not great. But in the high 50s on Rotten Tomatoes, that seems right. That seems fine to me. And why uh, the fuck uh, was it called Encounter? It's, it's, I couldn't... I mean, because they encountered problems. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's a bad title. I, I'm not going to... Encounter... Even if Encounter is a perfect title for your movie, it's still a bad encounter title Encounter because... signifies there's going to be some sort of alien life, and when we come to yes. the end... Is he the alien? Is that what it's supposed to be? Who the fuck knows? Who cares? It's, it's not good. I, I don't think there's any aliens in this. I think it's all in his head, and it was not very clear, and that's one of the bigger problems, but... Um, yeah, we got a soft mm-hmm. recommend and not recommend for Encounter, the well-named Encounter. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, you can go check it out if you have any interest. It's got the Riz Ahmed, so if you like Sound of Metal, uh, just go watch Sound of Metal again because it's so much better than this. Nicole, I've you still haven't seen, seen that? I've never seen that before. You've never seen Riz Ahmed's best movie, Sound of Metal, and I, I say that confidently. Um, 
Oh, what a great! It was our second. It was our runner-up last year for film of the year for the podcast. I didn't vote for that. If you had seen it and you might have voted for it, it might have been the film of the year. It sounds like it would be something more up my alley. It probably has a resolution. So, Uh, oh no, that that the end of Sound of Metal. I think Jess Small K and I all said it's like it's one of the best endings of the year. Like it's it's. If Almost we're talking perfect. About, if we're talking about the main characters in this movie, let's talk about Ma. We reviewed Ma. <laughs> we call Octavia Spencer Ma because of the trash uh, slasher movie she it, was in. If you've Ma. never seen Ma, you need to watch Ma and listen to the podcast about Ma because that was an event. That was Yeah, you wanted to leave the theater many that, times. That was you were an like, event. I think after 30 minutes in, you leaned over and listened to me and said, you said, if you weren't my ride, I would leave right now. I feel like me <laughs> I'm and I'm like, Brennan, come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> so me and Brennan's relationship has progressed from me sitting through a movie at a theater because we're on our few first dates. This, okay, it's been almost four years now. And mm-hmm. sitting through the, through the movies to... I will pick the movie to telling him I don't think the movie is that good to finally walking out of said movie if I think it's terrible and waiting for him outside. Like the Green Knight. Or the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. So <laughs> the fact Any that Any A24 be- <laughs> movie that's not Midsummer. <laughs> the fact that I can be comfortable enough to walk out of the fucking movie theater or fall asleep and not be mad about it, like that's where we're at with some of these things. Imagine how different everything would have been if our first date wasn't Mother, if it were something different, if we were not, because we both loved Mother, but what if it wasn't? What if it was something just... I don't know ter- if we would be here where we are today. What if it was something like, what if it was like The Green Knight? What if it was something that I loved, and or not loved, but really liked and you hated? I am fairly confident that I wouldn't be a prissy bitch like I am now, and I would have sat through that thing and just... Oh, you, know, you would have just sucked it up and like said have. it was fine. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, that's not but how you now, feel about Mother, is it? Do you not like? Is, no, is Mother... I love it, and we watch it every year. We did miss. We it do this watch year, every but... year. I just making sure that's not something you're pretending. No, to like we did miss this year, but I am of... actually upset about that. I know we we had wow. It's been the busiest. That's year our Halloween episode, movie so. now. Everybody watches Nightmare Before Christmas, and we watch Mother. <laughs> <laughs> mother mother superior movie the nightmare before christmas <laughs> superior in a lot of ways uh excellent um <laughs> all right so we've got we're gonna try to get these other movies that we're gonna do out of the way once they become streaming because apparently everything's uh, limited release and then is coming out and streaming at the end of the year probably to uh get people to watch things streaming while they're on christmas break or our uh whatever other holiday breaks i don't, I don't know how the holidays line up this year but basically uh everyone's releasing stuff at the end of december on streaming so that uh, people can catch up with their families when they're sitting around the fire and you know you can watch a little encounter um so we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get to uh spider-man matrix and then several other smaller but interesting movies that will be up for awards probably and we have the draft show coming up in two weeks we have the top five show coming next month so it's busy it's coming up we're gonna keep on it and if you have anything to recommend to us we will get to it in the new year films of the woman in my life on facebook 2022 is coming i know we'll have been doing it in march i think it's three years 
people have been doing the show. That's so wonderful. I'm excited. I'm glad. We have, uh, something, we have some fun things coming up in 2022. I don't know if people know that. But we're getting married this year. Well, they know that because I proposed to you on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, we're getting married this year. 2022, yeah. Uh, films pretty, with the Women of My Life. Cool. on. It is pretty cool. I like it. It's, it's good coming up. <laughs> Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore pod host and email the show. Films with the women at gmail.com. Thanks for being on, Nicole, for Encounter. Bye-bye. Thanks for encountering this film uh, because all the other films were not available because stupid <laughs> schedules. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore pod host, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.